Good morning podcast. I'm Chef Ben and this is Food and Five brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual and it is Monday and you know what that means. It's 30 minutes or last day and today we're taking a look at bangers and mash with mushroom gravy in 30 minutes or less. Let's take a look. So bangers and mash isn't something that I ever really ate growing up. Before I started working in pubs when I was 19, I'd never really seen bangers and mash other than on TV. And honestly, even if even after I had seen the dish in real life, I wasn't that impressed. Then one day when I was about 27, I was visiting my grandmother in BC. She took me out to lunch to this upscale neighborhood pub by her apartment. For whatever reason, I decided to order the bangers and mash. The potatoes were creamy and smooth. The vegetables were tender but not mushy. The gravy was rich and flavorful. And the sausages were perfect. Not too fatty, a lot of flavor, clearly high quality. This dish has stuck with me since that lunch with my grandmother. Although I don't eat it often, I do think about it a lot. Now, fitting with the 30 minutes or less theme, this version of the dish is made in just under 30 minutes. It is served with a mushroom and red wine gravy that the sausages are simmered in after being seared. Other than that, it is potatoes and carrots. Pretty straightforward. For the sausage, a Cumberland sausage is traditionally used in the original British bangers and mash. It can be hard to come by, so I just used bratwurst. Worst case scenario, use a mild Italian sausage. Excuse me. It will still taste really good. One final thing is you don't want to, uh, if you don't have red wine and you don't want to add it to the gravy, that's fine. Uh, you can use white wine, brandy, whiskey, beer, or no alcohol at all. If you don't want to use alcohol, just add the stock in two additions. Okay, let's get to it. This is Bangers and Mash in 30 minutes or less. Started at 6.45, or excuse me, 6.55. So the first thing I did at 6.55 p.m. was start preheating the frying pan for the sausages over medium heat. Because I was using a cast iron pan, it took a few minutes to heat. Um, but if you're using stainless steel or something like that, it may take less time. Or if your stove is more efficient than mine. Um, so just bear that in mind. Also, while I was waiting for the pan to heal to heat up, I peeled and prepped the potatoes and got them cooking right away. By 7, so about 5 minutes later, the pan for the sausages was hot, and so the sausages go in. The potatoes were on the stove on high, and it was now time to start prepping the carrots. So I had two carrots, all I did, two big carrots, all I did was peel them, cut the top and bottom off, cut them into sticks, and then cover them in hot salted water, put them on the burner on high, that's it. So I got the carrots and the potatoes cooking right away, and at this point the sausages are in the pan. By 7.03, the carrots were on, the sausages were browned on one side and ready to flip. So about three minutes after the sausages went into the pan, they're ready to flip. Excuse me. Uh, so I cooked them for about three minutes per side, and then I took them into the pan. While the sausages were browning, it was time for the mushrooms. So I used cremini mushrooms or brown mushrooms for this, um, as they're sometimes sold. Um, and I made sure there was no dirt on them and then thinly sliced them. I should say that, the, that just about any kind of mushroom will do here. I use cremini's because I like the taste and texture, but if you want to use button or portobello or oyster mushrooms, knock yourself out. So at 7.06, three minutes after the sausages were flipped, I took them out of the pan so they were now browned on both sides. Uh, they aren't cooked at this point, though. We'll finish them in the sauce, which we now have to make. Sausages out, mushrooms, and a teaspoon or two of butter go in. The mushrooms are cooked just long enough so that they all get that wet look that mushrooms get. Then I added about a quarter cup of red wine and two sprigs of thyme. The key here is to let the wine cook or reduce until it is almost completely evaporated. 
This will take a minute or two. And this has two purposes. It concentrates the flavor making of the wine, making it stronger. And the alcohol gets cooked off, so you get that harsh flavor taken away. Once the wine is cooked down, a half cup of beef stock goes in the pan. Uh, this is brought to a boil, and then the sausages go back in. A lid is put on the pan. The heat is turned out a medium low, and the sausages are left to simmer for about 10 minutes. So in the pan, we have the two teaspoons of butter that we sauteed the mushrooms in. We have the mushrooms with the thyme. We have the red wine, which was reduced down with the mushrooms. We have the stock, and now we have the sausages. We put a lid on it and let that simmer for about 10 minutes. By 7.13, the carrots were cooked, so I drained them and seasoned them with salt and pepper. I put them back on the burner with the heat turned off to keep them warm. About three minutes later, the potatoes were done, uh, so I drained them. And while they were draining, I heated up the cream and butter and then used a food mill to mill the potatoes into the hot cream and butter. Using a food mill guarantees smooth potatoes. It also makes the process very easy. If you don't have a food mill, most people don't, just mash the potatoes like you normally would. I left an Amazon link to a food mill uh, in the description of this episode just so you can kind of see what I'm talking about. Now, always remember to heat your butter and cream or milk if you prefer before adding it to your potatoes or your potatoes to it. If you use cold milk and butter or cold cream and butter, you're going to reduce the temperature of the potatoes, causing them to go cold very, very quickly. Just keep that in mind. And, of course, always season them with salt and pepper. Okay, so by 721, the sausages were cooked and came out of the pan. I also took out the thyme sprigs. I turned the heat up and added two tablespoons of whipping cream. Do not use half and half or blend here. You really need the full fat whipping cream or it will split when it hits the heat of the sauce. And once the cream in the sauce started to boil and was reduced, I removed it from the heat and whisked in one to two teaspoons of Dijon mustard. While the sauce was finishing, I started plating. Potatoes down first, carrots next, followed by sausages, and finally the mushroom gravy. By 7.24, dinner was plated and pictures were taken with one minute to spare. So this is not a complex dish, although you wouldn't know it to taste it. The mushroom gravy adds a big punch of flavor from the wet red wine, the stock, and because it carries the flavor from the sausages themselves. If I came to your house for dinner and you served me this, I may never leave. For those of you out there that don't like mushrooms, onions can be used instead. Just follow the same procedure. And that's it. That's uh, bangers and mash in 30 minutes or less. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual, where you can go and see this whole thing written out and get the like actual written recipe. And there's loads and loads of pictures in, on this post as well. It's the same name as the podcast. Uh, the, the post is the same name as the podcast episode, I should say. Uh, and again, that's HowToNotBurnShit.com. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you all had a fantastic weekend. I hope that you're looking forward to the week. I know I am. Have a great Monday, everybody. I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food and Fun. Tomorrow is Brief History Day, so stay tuned for that. I'll see you later. Oh, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. Of course, you can like, subscribe, rate, comment, share the podcast, do whatever you'd like with it. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great day, everybody.